Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to The Seat of the Cab with me, your host, Mr. Nigel Williams. So, the last couple of weeks, there's been uh, a number of posts on social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, blah, blah, blah. On Facebook, actually, we've got a new guy turned up called the Grease Police, where basically he's calling out the shortcomings of shit machine drivers who do not look after the machinery which fair play to him well done but the last couple of weeks i've, I've encountered a couple of posts one I'm not going to name the hire company but it wasn't us <laughs> and um the owner of said hire company was decrying some red marker paint some red spray marker that had accidentally been sprayed inside the cab on the on the rubber for the seat and a little bit on uh, on the dash trim now purely accidental i can see exactly how that's happened you know it probably wasn't deliberate it could have been dealt with you know within a couple of minutes with a with a bit of water and a bit of rag or a little bit of little bit of 101 sort of all purpose cleaner but it wasn't. But it's not the end of the fucking world. But this big social media post. About this bit of spray. And then another one from another plant hire outfit. Decrying the state of his forward tipping dumper. Coming back with mud on it. Yeah. yeah. So there's mud inside the cab. On the floor. Around the gear knob and, and what have you. So, say, okay. Okay. But it's a groundworks machine. It's a forward tipping dumper. With ground workers that are on and off the machine all day long. What, what exactly do you expect? Now, another one was a discussion about tracks being dug out and a low loader driver having to stop for a couple of hours while he had to dig out the tracks of a digger that he was supposed to collect and whether or not the operator should be charged for the standing time for the low loader which I replied to two of those posts. I didn't bother with I didn't bother with the spray paint because to my mind it was very much a much ado about nothing. You know, I work for a nationwide plant hire outfit, second biggest in the country. And I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt, a little bit of spray marker on the inside of the cab. If that's all I had to worry about when I saw the state of some of the machines, I'd be dead happy. Holy fucking shit. I've seen panels ripped off. I've seen panels fucking dented, beaten in. I've seen doors that can hardly fucking close because they've been hit with something. Windows broken, seats torn up. I've seen them use the fucking, the fag lighter for making pretty patterns in the plastic. You know, I've seen them fucking doodling on the machines with fucking spray markers. You know, I've gotten in some cabs and I tell you, I wouldn't let my fucking dog shit in there, yet alone sit in there all day on the shift. So, a bit of spray marker, go fuck yourself, get over it already. 
the dirty cab now the dirty cab I'm going to address because I think that one needs to be addressed now I've worked on quite a number of groundworks outfits and I've been around and that machine was returned to the depot like that which means that it wasn't cleaned now here's a here's a question for you who's responsible for that machine when multiple different ground workers have gotten on it through the course of its life on site with you on hire because nobody will take responsibility for it the site manager the groundworks foreman former tipping dumper it needed ideally it needed jet washed whoever it was on hire to the foreman should have taken responsibility for it and said you know get that machine jet washed off that needs to go back pristine clean just the way it turned up so yeah okay hands up but at the same time though was there a jet wash on site i've been on site begging begging for jet washes begging for jet washes we never got one absolutely fucking begging for a jet wash on site no 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 so I can't exactly hold it against them because if they didn't have a jet wash and the best they could do was sweep off the worst of the mud and call it good because the rest of the site's a shithole as well you know I think they can be forgiven for that a little bit but the track digging out one the track digging out one I, I did respond to now my own personal T's and C's goes along the lines of, you know, if I'm doing freelance and I'm coming to drive for you and you're going to off-hire me, I require two days' notice of off-hire because I need to get something else jacked up. So if you, want, if you want to finish me on the Friday, you need to tell me on the Wednesday so that I've got Thursday, Friday to get something else jacked up ready for Monday. And if you want to off-hire me any other day in the week, I require two days' notice. Because also, when you're off-hiring me, inevitably you'll be off-hiring the machine. If you're not, whatever. But I also require a minimum of half a day to dig the tracks out. I require half a day. And that's in my T's and C's. If you want me to come and work for you, I'll tell you that up front. If you want to off-hire me that night, lunchtime, we don't do any more digging, dig the tracks out. Because I am not digging them out in my own time, and I am not rush, 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 busting my fucking balls trying to dig the tracks out. In slop and goop and shit, like in the middle of winter. Those are my T's and C's. So when it comes to digging tracks out, did the operator know he was being off-hired? Likely not, because welcome to the construction industry where, you know, if we tell you we're going to off-hire you, then you'll jump ship on the next available thing because you don't want to be left a couple of days without money because inevitably most people are living paycheck to paycheck and they can't afford to lose a day or two or a week. So if they know they're going to be off-hired, they're jumping onto something else. They're not finishing the contract. They're jumping ship ASAP so that they don't lose any money can't blame them for that but at the same time 
that has led us to the situation we have now where sometimes you won't know you're being off hired until you're actually driving out the gate or you know you're really unlucky you'll get the phone call while you're driving home and inevitably you'll have ended up leaving stuff in the machine or it won't be entirely best clean or you know your grease guns in it you, you you know your phone charger your your phone holder and you know you left your water bottle in there or something so you'll end up losing stuff so that's led us to this situation of you know if you don't if you tell them too early they jump ship and inevitably they don't tell you until the end of the shift in which case if they haven't told you until the end of the shift then you're not digging them out in your own time, are you? You know, you've hit the end of the shift. That's down. That's now. That is now down to someone else to dig them out because it's not. It's no longer your responsibility to dig them tracks out because you haven't been given sufficient time to do it. If what if there's no jet wash? What if there's no labourers? What if there's no one to help you? What what do you do then? Well, fuck it. Just walk away. I can tell you about a situation where I went up to, I went up to help a, an older gentleman because it was namely because it was on my way home and I had time that day. I went up to help an older gentleman dig out the tracks on a on a fourteen ton machine, and uh, I'm thinking, well, if I get there for two, you know, they want you off site by four. I'm thinking, a couple of hours, smash them out on a fourteen tonner, and they want you off site by four, and they didn't let the machine go until half past three. So I dug out a bit, took some pictures, sent them to the office. Is what it is. They didn't leave. They didn't give us enough time to dig the tracks out. And uh, yeah, this is what it is. And they have to be dug out by someone else. So, you know, the door swings in multiple different ways. And people also, you know, it's like, who pays for all of this? You know, the hirer doesn't want to pay for the machine not being productive, because. It's going to take half a day to smash tracks out. Well, if it takes half a day to smash tracks out, it takes half a day to smash tracks out. Or you can then pay again because you'll get charged by the hire company for either standing time for a low loader while the low loader driver digs the tracks out. Or you'll get charged for the low loader and then you have to put labourers on it to dig the tracks out. And the machine ends up staying on site, which means you incur another day's hire because you didn't fulfil your obligation to clean the machine before it was picked up. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it does, It really just does just seem like everyone's a fucking chancer these days and nobody wants to play the game properly anymore. I mean, gone are the days when, right, you're, you're being picked up, you're being moved on Thursday at 10 o'clock. So Wednesday afternoon, dig your tracks out, make sure they're all pristine clean, you know, gather your buckets up, make sure everything's ready. You know, Thursday morning, track yourself up to the loading point, you know, dig out any shit or anything that, that's got in and on the way. You know, get your van ready, get your caravan ready, and you, you you know you're ready to put it on the low loader and follow it out the motorway. But in a sense, we've kind of brought this on ourselves 
And drivers have brought this on themselves as well a little bit because they keep jumping around, jumping, 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 you know, oh, well, you know, I could, yeah, fuck this shit. Oh, fucking digging tracks out. Oh, fucking hell, fucking hell, fucking hell. I mean, I used to, when I was on, when I was full-time machine driver, Tuesdays and Thursdays, you just dig my tracks out twice a week. You know, if it was really, really heavy going, and sometimes all I'd do is clear the top rollers, but at least I always kept the top rollers and the steps clean. But I used to like to dig them out twice a week. Kept them clean. And kept them clean, it was easy going that way. If there was ever a, a rapid change of plan or if we were moving again, then it wasn't an awful lot of effort. It It got done really, really quickly. So... You know, but that's me. That's my work ethic. That's who I am. But, yeah. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on this whole shindig, this whole debacle? You know, keeping them clean. Yes, I I, lo I love it when I get to go and cover a machine and I get to take my boots off and... It smells nice and the seat's clean and the windows are all clean and the floor's polished. Oh, my days, it's beautiful. And then some days I get there and I think, just set fire to it. It's in such a fucking shit state, just set fire to it. So what are your thoughts? Hit me up, let me know. Am I much ado about nothing? What you, What's your terms and conditions? How do you feel about keeping machines clean and especially... Am I right about being off-hired? You know, minimum two days' notice if I'm being off-hired. And, you know, if you do want to do it on the spur of the moment, I do I do expect to be paid two days' pay. I do expect to be paid two days. Because I think that's only fair. You know, you're dropping me on the spur of the moment when, in my terms and conditions, I've asked you for, you know, the grace of two days so that I can find alternative employment or alternative works. So what what do you think? Hit me up, let me know, you know exactly where to find me. Nigel Williams on Facebook and LinkedIn. From the seat of the cab at gmail.com. And I'll catch you in the next one. Take care folks. Bye bye.